Hey everyone, welcome out to episode 122 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. It's me, it's Mark. I got a lot going on, so this is actually being recorded before I fly out to the East Coast for the wedding. I know it's it's happening. So uh because I'm gonna be gone, you know, getting wedding stuff done, traveling, and then honeymoon and this and that, I'm not going to be able to do a lot of obviously recording for podcast standpoint and like my toku stuff so i'm actually recording a lot of stuff in advance and scheduling everything to go up so that way there you know i can still have some stuff going and my hindsight 2020 i'm going to try and predict the future with some of with this week's episode and next week's and hoping that it'll be accurate uh the cool thing is i have a whole mobile podcasting setup it's one of the things that I've talked about when I want to start the po- when I wanted to start the podcast and I was planning everything out. The main thing was I was going to be doing a lot of stuff, not home, you know, doing episodes at, you know, conventions and with interviews and, you know, going around and checking out nerdy spots in Southern California. Like that's, you know, so luckily I had so much stuff and equipment wise from upgrading. I had all that stuff more in my like already set up before i actually had the more stationary podcast set up so luckily i maybe you know when i since the wedding i have friends and this i haven't seen in a while that are also nerds gonna be doing some uh stuff on the side because i'm gonna be there for a while you know do some recording with some friends and hang out and see everyone so you know it'll be fun uh so for this episode uh i got some stuff i bought uh mainly manga and some new collectibles, and I want to talk about Resident Evil. Just the Netflix series. Obviously, I mean, I've had, you know, Resident Dare on from the Loop Bros podcast and Loop Bros comic cast. Uh, one of the members of Ninja Loot, which is a great band. Uh, we've talked Resident Evil on this podcast. I've been on his podcast talking Resident Evil. Our schedules couldn't line up for us to talk about this Netflix series. So I'm going to not be going in and spoiling the show. It's more or less I'm going to stand on my soapbox of Resident Evil once again to kind of not defend the show, but justify why we'll never get a one-to-one film or TV show adaptation of the games and why it wouldn't work that way. And how we need to get this kind of notion out of our brains that if it's not a one-to-one adaptation, it's not good. So that's going to be the main thing I'm going to be talking about. Also, my camera quality is nice. I finally started tweaking with like the ISO and the different depths and zooms. And like, like I finally decided to learn how to use my camera since I spent so much money on it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, but I'm really shiny. I don't like how shiny I look. Hold on one second. For those of you who are listening, obviously this does not matter. For those of you who are watching, I'm fucking shiny. Why am I so shiny? Damn. But yeah, so I'd be lying if I said right now I'm just not su- I'm like I'm not stressed and I'm not super nervous about the wedding. Um we had a lot of last minute people, you know, who couldn't make it after RSVPing. So when it's a week 10 days out from the wedding and people are like oh sorry we can't make it. it's like 
bro we already had the head count i had the seating chart made i had we had to modify the table seating so many times and i did all the design work myself so like we didn't hire anyone to do the table like labels for the numbers or like the name placards or the seating chart or any of that stuff i designed all that myself while working full-time doing the podcast youtube videos uh you know getting all the other wedding stuff done too so i was like damn like i'm like i already ordered everything i can't so i'd be lying if i said i wasn't stressed out and like just mm. so i've been uh what i normally do when i'm need a distraction i've been spending money <laughs> and <laughs> spending money and just freaking watching toku and so the other day i had a day off after just working excessively and i was like you know what i'm just gonna sit down i'm gonna watch all of resident evils on netflix like the whole series just in one sitting get it out of the way and then i was like all right let me play some pokemon unite because this battle pass is ending uh this week we're getting glaceon Oh, another evolution. So that brings us up to what? Uh, Espeon, Sylveon, and now Glaceon. And I'm like, all right, we're two away from freaking uh, EV team. And I really hope, uh, because I am master rank, I'm, I'm trying to hope around, like, I can find like a solid team to be a part of, honestly. Like, whether it's just some friends not taking serious or even taking it serious, I just, I, plays so sporadic and i solo queue everything most of the time it's just it's rough but uh yeah so you know i've been playing a lot of pokemon unite uh i finished my second playthrough of three houses i wanted to pick up three hopes before i flew out so i could like play it on the plane because i've got like a, we've got like a five hour layover uh and going from one coast to there is a long day anyway so i was like man i just want to play three hopes uh, but I got a lot of backup Switch games to play, and I got I loaded up my tablet and my phone with a bunch of TV shows and anime and manga to read, which I have a stack right here. Um, so I'm like, I should be good. You know, that should be fine. That's been, like, keeping me preoccupied. Luckily, now the stress of getting stuff done has, like, dwindled. Now it's just, like, the nerves, because it's like, okay, hopefully nothing goes wrong. Like, am I going to fart? Like, you know, what's, you know, it, 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 all the, all the random shit. Like, I'm not stressed about realistic things that could be happening. I'm just like, what if I'm up there? It's silent. We're, you know, like, we're about to do the ceremony. And I just like, I just rip ass, you know, like, no, I, I eat a lot of cheese. So, you, I mean, mm. but yeah, so not really playing a lot of games right now. Haven't really had time just, you know designing stuff obviously i've been doing my youtube videos and watching anime um no i haven't i've only been like catching up recently on like new shows so like rent a girlfriend uh which i know has a very polarizing uh social media presence for people's opinions and uh you know just watching random youtube videos and you know movies nothing nothing too drastic i did restart um Ultraman RB again because I like that show. It's a comfort RB, sh uh, comfort RB. It's a comfort Ultraman show. So I've been watching that um, and building nanoblocks. I've tried to chip away some of those. So for those of you who watch on YouTube and are subscribed to the channel, or if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. Thank you. Uh, I am working on you know some more nanoblock videos because I think that's gonna fill 
the void of no content. Plus, I do enjoy do, like doing those nanoblock videos. And I'm at the point now where uh, my dis I have two full display cases. I bought a third display case. I moved them over to that side so they're not in frame like they used to be. Um, I think once I build about eight or nine more, I'm going to do... Or actually, once I finish the backlog of what I have, at least, before I buy any new ones... Because I did buy Mega Charizard X. Got to build that. Um, I think I'm going to do one video going over my display, where I got the display, the whole collection, and everything else. Because there's a lot. Like I think I'm up to almost, almost 60 nanoblocks now that I've built. Um, so quite a bit. Uh, so yeah, before I get into the manga, because I didn't get my comp books, I actually have to call my comp book. Uh, local comic book shop and tell them, hey, I'm going to be gone. I'm not, you know, delinquent. Don't don't cancel my pull list because if you're not active after X amount of time, they will put you in the delinquent pile and that would make me upset. Um, I did get my Soto Kamen Rider Revice by 8. Uh, I already built it and filmed uh, my showcase video for that, which will be going live at some point in the next 10 days. Uh, I did a YouTube short unboxing it, showing what's in it. And then the more in-depth video is me, you know, showing the process of building them, the quality, what I think about them. I already have them up on the display shelf over here. I've been moving my shelves around and I just wanted them to look better on display like that way instead of the other way. And then I started, if I could, if you're watching on YouTube, I turned my chair, I put my Toonie Terrors up here and then something happened with the shelf and a whole bunch fell off so i gotta pick them up after i'm done recording um i think i bumped my desk with a chair which started the domino effect of shaking everything um so yeah i gotta fix that uh so yeah other than that um the only other collectible i got so i if you rewind time to a couple months ago i started doing my halo display and I started getting the Mega Constructs or Mega Blocks or Mega Constructs like Halo stuff. I got the Reach Collector Resistance Statue. Some of the actual, like, you know, the figures you can get that are like $20. I got like the Master Chief and then I got the Halo 2 version and a few of the other Spartans. And I had the Master Chief helmet and the Halo Ring Mega Constructs. Then they released the Needler. And I was like, I need that Needler. I need it. I need it in my collection. But it was $60. I was like, this ain't happening. I was like, sorry, Target. I shop at you a lot. I find a lot of treasure there. I'm not spending $60 on this. So, randomly, getting some stuff for travel. You know, travel size stuff and all that other bullshit. And I'm like, you know what? I need to just check the Mega Constructs out. Because usually I don't. Because I'm like, well, I have all the Halo release Mega Constructs that I want. I don't get the little sets of, like, the Warthog and this and that. I just get, like, the replica stuff that come on the display stands. And lo and behold, the need, there's one needler just sitting there all sad. And then there's a yellow sticker. And I'm like, I know what that means. It's on clearance. And I'm like, watch, it's 60 Watch it be clearance down to like $54. Nope. This thing, oh, you could, if you're listening, you could hear it jingle jangle. It got clearance down to $17. I didn't realize this thing is huge too. It's not almost a thousand pieces in all together from end to end. It's 13.88 inches. So almost 14 inches. It even had a photo on the back where you can actually hold it with your hand. And I'm like, all right, that's, I don't have the time right now. Oh, my chair is squeaky. I got to oil that thing. 
I don't have the, the time to build that right now, but you better believe I'm building it. I may stream building it because I have such a backlog of things to build. And when I was streaming them on Twitch and this and that, it um actually motivated me to build more. Like I was going through on one of my streams, I went through like I built like four nano blocks back to back, like the Dragon Ball Z ones. And then I built my um Infinite Justice Clear Color Gundam, which is over here, with my little Aetheron Zala mini bust. Um, because you know. Why not? Gotta be on display, right? It's front and center. Uh so I think I may start streaming just go under like building or creative or whatever on Twitch or even on YouTube and just start building and chipping away at this backlog. Cause as of right now, it's ridiculous. And since I got new display risers and everything else, I have more space to display stuff without buying new shelves. I was just getting more meticulous with my organizing and not have anything all sporadic. Like I almost have an empty bookshelf now over there, which was full before. And then over here, I got like three or four, like maybe two empty shelves now. So I definitely have a lot more space to start displaying stuff. Yeah, everything I had before on display is still on display. So, you know, that's the wonders of OCD and organizing constantly. And so I think that's one of my plans when I get back. Like, I have so much time on the flight. I'm going to be on Google, my, my notes on my phone or my tablet, just like coming up with ideas and this and that. Because that's what I did last time I was traveling. And, you know, I feel like my channel has to evolve. The podcast has to evolve again. Um, because I don't want to get set in my ways. I don't want to rest on my laurels. I want to evolve constantly and in increase production value. Like, you know, me learning how to use my camera better to make this video quality look better. Um, I do need my other light setup over here. I'm still figuring that like how I want to actually display it. And I have, I have like two more lights that I need to install still. So I just have the one right here. I know I have to put one. I'm putting one in the back corner and one right up here in the front corner on the left side. Um, so that's something like I always try in a like, you know, I want to always improve quality, especially, you know, for the YouTube channel. Now, like last time I recorded, I was like, oh, I just hit 600. Now I'm at 621. 21 subscribers last a week, like a couple days. And I'm like, you know, this is more than I expected. In even for you listeners or watchers of the podcast, like I, especially listeners, I know I push the YouTube a lot and this and that. I, ha I don't, that doesn't mean I don't notice the listenership and I don't see, you know, whether it's an Apple iTunes review or an email through the contact email, just, you know, shooting the shit. Like I've made friends from people who were just listening to podcasts and now I'm just like, oh, they're not a fan of the show. They're not a listener. That's my friend, you know, like... So I just, you know, I, I, the audio quality, I know it's always been, you know, good. It could get better, but I'm not concerned with the actual audio quality for li audio listeners. I'm not saying you don't matter. I'm just saying from a standpoint of the visual appeal, uh, the structure of the show, what is going to be on the podcast. That's what I'm talking. Okay. So, you know, once you know and also when i'm so excited to get a new place i love the apartment we have i love where i live but 
it's time for like a two or three bedroom. Like I'm tired of the one bedroom. I'm actually technically in the dining room area of the one bedroom because it's like, dude, we're not hosting dinner, fancy dinner parties. Like, let me, let me, t let me take over that one, that 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 dining room area. We don't need the dining room area. I need an office. Um, so yeah, and that's really it for that stuff. Uh, like I said, didn't get comic books. Definitely have to call a comic book shop. I should probably tell Siri to remind me, but my Apple Watch is charging over there. Um, let's go over manga, because I bought some. Got it, like, mm. I, I love getting back into manga collecting, and I can kind of thank the comic book industry for that, because I was getting kind of burnt out with comics, not really getting impressed with a lot of them. I will never shit on the comic book industry. I will never shit on Marvel I will, or DC or Image or Dark Horse or Boom. Um, just cause comics come out that don't appeal to me, or I think is poorly written, someone likes it. Someone's buying these issues. It might not be me, but I'm never going to base, I'm never going to have an, an, like an overly negative opinion about them because I've been adamant of the importance of comics growing up for me. I've been adamant about getting, how important getting back into comics was, so but I will say it's thanks to that dip in my uh, amount of comics I have in my pull list that allowed me to feel, really get back into manga. Because I was always doing manga, like reading it digital. And it was one of those things where it's like, well, I don't always want to stare at a phone screen. Let's face it. Reading from a book compared to a phone screen night and day, I can read from a book for hours. If I'm on a phone screen, I'm getting a headache. I'm getting a migraine. So... I will always enjoy getting books. And anyone who's watching on YouTube, you can see the shelf right over behind me that used to be Ultraman and Blu-rays and figures. It's now full of manga. And that's not even all my manga because I have some still in the closet, in a box, in a tote, like one of those big plastic, like 10-gallon totes. Um, I've just been buying more recently. Um, so, uh, some of the stuff is, basically all this stuff is from Barnes & Noble because why not? Uh, first off, they, so, if you've ever been to Barnes & Noble, they have a book annex. So, it's kind of like where they clearance books. They actually had the first Tenchi Muyo light novel called True Tenchi Muyo. Like, for $7 for the light novel. And I was like, it's probably like 15 to 18 bucks. Um, I got two of them. Um, one for me, because I'm a huge fan of Tenchi Muyo. I really like Tenchi Muyo, Tenchi in Tokyo, and Tenchi in Love. I didn't really care for when they got, like, Tenchi Universe and, like, the old... BD or whatever, X or whatever it was called. But yeah, so or I think it was the Rio Oki um, one. But so I got two of these, one for me and my friend Andrew, who, uh, you know, was the co-creator, founder of Nerdtaku with me and wrote for those gaming nerds when I had that website. Uh, I got him a copy too because he's a huge Tenchi fan. He loves light, light novels. Because it's a light novel, it's not a manga. And I don't usually dabble in light novels because I don't fucking care. Um, so I got him a copy as well, because I was like, yo, they got two, it's seven bucks. He texted me back, like, he's like, oh, I just saw that. Yeah, I want you to pick it up. I'm like, too bad I already picked it up. I knew you were going to want it. Um, next up, a manga that I've been hyping online, and everyone needs to check out. I got volume three of Kaiju number eight. Like, this is such a solid series. Ah, I can't wait. Like, last time I flew out, volume one came out, and I picked it up at Target. And 
I read it on the plane, and then, like, the next time I record an episode, I was like, guys, this is, mm, this is good, this is the shit. So, Volume 3 is out now. I'm mad. Another rom-com one that I like, which I know, like, a lot of people think it's funny, like, my manga tastes are all over the place, and my anime tastes, too. Uh, My Lovey Dovey Wife is a Stone Cold Killer, Volume 3, dropped today, and, or, well, yeah. And I'm flying out tomorrow, so I have no time to go pick it up. And I don't even know if it's going to be in stock, so I'm not going to waste the gas because gas is expensive here. Um, next up, I got uh, another one that a friend recommended to me. And I just so happened to be in the book annex. So I was like, hey, win-win for me is the Arifuretta uh, from Commonplace to World's Strongest Volume 1. I picked that up in the annex for 7. And this is a 0. Uh, uh, I get, My friend was like, yeah, you'll like that. You should... uh." Check it out. And I was like, all right, I'll give it a chance. Because a lot of my friends know my my manga reading habits and what I like for anime and this and that. So I get a lot of recommendations. So if you frequent the channel a lot or you follow me on social media, see all the stuff I post, and you have a manga or anime recommendation, never hesitate to, to make a comment on a video or like reply to a tweet like, hey, you should check out this. I will read it. And I, I'll like read and like, you know what you say. And I'll... I'll look into what you suggest. I do that all the time. People suggest stuff to me, and I'm like, hey, I'll check it out. Like, right now, someone, I did a video uh, um, two months ago saying how, you know, Avataro Sentai Don Brothers didn't really appeal to me. I got four episodes in. I just can't get into it. And I even said I can't get into Super Sentai and I'm watching it on a weekly basis. I have to binge watch it. A lot of people took that as me shitting on the show and making a pointless video. And I'm like, no. If you watch the video at the end, I like constantly like, hey, recommend seasons to me. I'm not knowledgeable in this genre of toku. So I had a lot of recommendations. So now I'm watching like a Lupin Rain, like Cops and Robbers, like Super Sentai. I'm like eight episodes in, and I'm like, this is really enjoyable. I really like this. And obviously now it's on my phone, so I'm gonna be watching that in my tablet. So I'm gonna be watching that on the flight. Um, next up, I got two volumes. I got volume four and five of Don't Toy Me, Miss Nagatoro. I know. A lot of people have opinions on this this uh, this anime and manga. I enjoyed season one of the anime. I just out of curiosity because you know there's never a one to one adaptation from anime to or manga to anime. So I bought the first volume. I was like, hey, worst case scenario, I'll read the first volume, see how it turns out. Uh, read the first volume and I was like, okay, I enjoy this more than the show, even though I really enjoyed the show. So I was like, I'm gonna keep picking up volumes and reading them. So we got volume four and five. And then obviously because we know I have picked up volume nine of Rent a Girlfriend because yeah. Wait, self-explanatory. If you've seen if you've been to the YouTube channel, I've been reviewing season two of the show. I'm actually gonna be reviewing the live action version of the show because they actually started live action in Japan on Hulu Japan. It's two episodes in right now, and yeah, so I'm going to be doing some review videos for those as well. And the last volume I picked up, it's a new one called Blue Lock. And it's kind of... Uh, think of a very action, fast-paced sports manga about soccer. So obviously, we all know my opinion of soccer, my history of soccer, my favorite sport... Played it for since I was like five, all the way up through high school. I've had a very serious knee injury because of it. 
Uh, I also coached soccer for three years. I am a huge soccer fan. I'm excited the World Cup is going to be in the U.S. because I am going to be trying to go to as many games as possible. I do not care the price. I will be going. Also, this 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 greenish lime green neon color, so good looking, so good looking. Um, uh, so I'm actually really excited to check that out. I love soccer so much. It's one, like I said, it's one of my favorite sports. So a soccer manga, like we haven't really had a good mainstream like sports soccer manga or anime since Captain Tsubasa, um, which I have copies of. I have the game on Switch. I really enjoyed it for what it was. Um, so I was like, you know, we always, you got things like Yuri on Ice, you got the basketball one and Prince of Tennis and this and I'm like, can we bring back some soccer, please? Like, come on. And then they do it. So I am excited. This is, I'm really excited to read this. This is the first one I'm going to read on the plane. Because, yeah. Um, but that's it for my manga pickups. Uh, I don't really think there's anything else. Like, I got some little things while I was out. Like, I got some more um po like frames for posters and stuff because i got some more signed posters i'm gonna be putting up um i got some more led lights that i gotta install on the shelves but all this stuff is happening when i get back so i'm not gonna be back until like august so yeah or i'm coming in like the 30th or 31st like i'm coming in the day before august 1st so i'm you know gonna be gone for a while so i have to you know I'm not going to get too in-depth of, like, starting to, like, put posters up and this and that and install lights. I'd rather just do that when I come back. Um, but, yeah, that's that's it for manga. That's it for collectibles. Now, let's talk about Resident Evil. Now, first, let me get a little sip of this body armor. Watermelon strawberry. Ooh. You always got to stay hydrated. Get your, get your, your vitamins, your nutrients. Depending on where you live, it, it might be hot. You gotta stay. You got, you don't want to get dehydrated. You don't want to heat stroke, heat exhaustion, none of that. Always stay hydrated. So I went into this Netflix Resident Evil series like open minded, but I already had a biased opinion because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I don't hide it. Everyone knows I love Resident Evil. Um, I've had opinions about the movies. Welcome to Raccoon City. I enjoyed. I think out of uh, other than the first two Anderson films, uh, everything after that was trash. Welcome to Raccoon City, I think, was really good. I think that was a fan movie without the story. <laughs> they needed more to the story, but I enjoyed it for what it was because it's not going to work as a one-to-one. -one. Now, I so I already had my biasness, but I was like, I'm going to go on open-minded. Uh, there's so many references to like Resident Evil 4, 5 uh code veronica like i'm not like i said i'm not going to spoil any plot points or anything from what happens in the show this is strictly more me talking about why resident evil as an adaptation will never be one-to-one -one. um so basically uh you know by three episodes in i was ready to write this show off i was like nope i was like it's just weird dialogue is seems off some of the dialogue choices of the daughters was meh. And then around episode five, I was like, alright, I'm 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 feeling the show now. It's actually not it's it's not the greatest, but at least it's entertaining me and I don't hate it. And by the time it was over, I was like, alright. I think it was like eight or nine episodes. I was like, alright, this isn't bad. 
definitely don't hate it. I'm curious where it's going to go because it gave me just enough like references to the previous games, like five and earlier and some of six like that. I was like, you know what? Like I see where they're going with this. I see what this is. This isn't an adaptation of any of the games. This is kind of taking place after a certain game and it's that's why it's referencing these events that happened. So I was like, all right, this makes more sense. This is how it should have been marketed. You should have said, hey, if you played Resident Evil 1 through blah, 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 this show takes place after it. Enjoy. It's in a, it's in the same universe of events. Um, my thing is, a lot of people didn't like that I said, we're never going to get a one-to-one adaptation. It's never going to work. It would not work as a movie. You would have to cut out way too much stuff, and then anything that's cut out, people would give you, like, oh, why isn't this in there? Now, there's a book series from S.D. Perry. I talk about it all the time. Whenever Resident Evil's brought up, I have the whole set. Oh, can't see it. There's a box in the way. I think there's like six books, because there's also book zero. Um, Caliban Cove is such a great one. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, and the first one. Uh, I will say that those novels worked because of how long they were and how they told the story. They would not work in a movie format because they, uh, there's just a lot going on. Like, so say someone does Resident Evil 1, it's the mansion, they got everything on below, but it's like, okay, like, well, it wouldn't make sense. We got to cut out some of the puzzles and all this other stuff. We need to like progress the story more because there's a lot of walking around and not really doing shit, you know? So if you cut down all that, keep the major plot points, then people are gonna be like, oh, well, you know, we didn't get to fully see the mansion. Why don't they solve any puzzles? It's like, you're never, like, there's so much to these games. And also, my, my same issue whenever a video game movie comes out. Same thing with Tomb Raider, uh, Uncharted. Uh, any video game movie that has ever come out, I've always had the same opinion. If I've played this game, and I've played the story completely through, why do I want to see a movie version of it one-to-one when I know what's going to happen? Oh, but it's cool to see that in, in the movie. It's like, that's what the Easter eggs are for and the nods to the games. You want to see the whole thing in there? No, I don't. I know there's a lot of people who do. And there's a lot of people who haven't seen it. But, like, what do you think about the same part of not everyone's played Resident Evil 1, 2, or 3. A lot of people, their first Resident Evil is 4. A lot of people, their first Resident Evil is 7 or 8. So, if they haven't seen 1 through 5 or this and that, it's like, well, give them something that has some elements of those and they're like and you could be like oh man yeah that was in resident evil 2 oh really i'm gonna i should check out resident evil 2 shouldn't i it's like yes yes you should you know that's why they did resident evil 2 remake and resident evil 3 remake and we're still waiting for code veronica which should happen and you know we have these like video games are basically movies now so when you go to the movies i don't want the whole video game and Resident Evil has us a lot to it. Like, I feel like from a movie standpoint, if you want the mass appeal of the audience, a Resident Evil movie that's a one-to-one scale would be boring as shit. It really would. The games aren't boring because you're playing it. But can you imagine, like, watching a movie that is, like, Resident Evil? Where, you know, 
Oh, no. <laughs> I gotta find this key. Let me walk all the way back to the other side of the house. Oh, let me turn the key here. Unlock this. Now go all the way back to the other side. Put this this coin in there. Oh, the fountain, fountain did the thing. Okay, now I gotta go all the way back and get the other key. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me stop and go to a typewriter. Like, certain elements and certain key moments and stuff would work, but then there's other things that just won't work. And we need to get past this whole point where... At a, look at Sonic, for example, okay? Because everyone else always bring up Sonic and Sonic 2. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay. So the, the Sonic games, the original ones, didn't really have a story. You're just, you know, zooming through levels, stopping Robotnik, and freeing animals. All right? That's why, like, that's why the Sonic movies work. Now, yes, they do take some stuff from Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. I am very hopeful for what's going to happen with Sonic 3, especially after that little that little stinger in the freaking credits. Um, so, like, certain stuff works, you know? But Sonic, they didn't... Other than the design and, like, you know, robot, like, Easter eggs, this and that, like, it was its own thing. And you got to treat it like that. That's why I enjoyed Uncharted. The other Tomb Raider, they took too, the most recent one from, like, what, 2017? They took too much. They were trying to do stuff from the reboot and still trying to keep some OG elements and this and that. It was, it was a decent movie, but I don't... That was one of the few things where it's like, there's been so many Tomb Raider games. If you play the, new, the newest, like, Crystal Dynamics, Chronix, like, trilogy, you, you, you've got a good story. You've got a full story anyway, so why would I want to see that in a movie? And I don't understand that. And I always ask my friends, I'm like, why do you want to see a one-to-one, -one, like, thing? And they're like, oh, well, because I love the games and I just want to see it on the big screen. It's like, well, get a big TV. Play the game again. Like, I feel like I'm, and it sucks because I'm in the minority of thinking this way, I noticed. Like, I just take things at face value. I take them for what they are. It's the way, it's the only way you're going to enjoy comic book movies. It's the only way you're going to enjoy video game adaptations. You can't sit here, and I feel like I'm constantly saying this, and I'm a broken record, and it annoys me. You can't have a one-to-one -one adaptation of stuff. It doesn't work that way. There's a reason why certain things are in video games that aren't in movies. Same with comic books, and manga, and anime. Certain things you can get away with from an animation and a CG and a computer standpoint that you can't do live action. It's going to be a little extra money, you know? And it's going to cost a lot, and it's easier just not to do it. Um, You know? That's why... But a lot of people don't think that way, and then, like, I... And I've been in a few circles, you know, groups and this that, where, like, well, you know, you're liking a lot of, you know, stupid shit. Like, I'm like, not really. It's like, I'm just enjoying it. I was like, can I, can I not enjoy something? Like, I'm not saying... Like, for Resident Evil, I'm not saying Resident Evil, the Netflix show, is, like, a great fucking show, and it should win all these awards, and it's one of the best shows I've ever watched. No, it's not even in my top, like, 20 shows I've watched in the last two years. Um, I will say that I enjoyed it. I enjoyed something new and different, and, it, and to an extent, I think it worked, too. That's the thing. And, yes, it is one of the lowest reviews, and critics are panning it, and... Fans are shitting on it, and I'm like, dude, like, when do, like, I don't even care about critic scores for anything anymore. Honestly, I don't even care about audience scores either. Like, I'm sorry, is this audience that are scoring it so low, are they going to pay for my Netflix subscription? Are they going to buy a movie ticket for me? Are the critics going to pay for this stuff? Are they going to buy me a large popcorn for, like, $12? 
are they gonna get me a Pepsi Zero? Even though I like Coke Zero more, but freaking Regal Cinemas always just has freaking Pepsi Zero. Like, and it's always like half flat, which is the worst way to have a Pepsi Zero sugar. Like, it's it's gross, honestly. But they do have Cheeto popcorn where it's like crunchy Cheetos with the popcorn. You can get it regular or flaming hot. Delicious. Too bad it's like you, it only comes in one size, which is like, like that little freaking big. And it's like eight bucks. You got to get two of them. And half the time the popcorn's cold because reasons, but hey, I digress. I still order it every time I go to the movies. I'm just saying we hold too much weight to these. Oh, let's go check the Rotten Tomatoes. Let's go see what IMDb. Let's go see Metacritic. Do you imagine what it'd be like if those three sites weren't around? And then people just went to go watch movies and just got to watch TV shows. Remember when it was like in the late 80s and early 90s? I don't remember the late 80s because I was like three or four years old. But I'm in the 90s. I don't remember like as a kid going to see Ninja Turtles 3. Realizing later on in life as an adult that that was a trash movie. But can you imagine like the critic scores and the stuff if that was a thing back then? People were like, oh, it's horrible, blah, blah. It's like, sorry, guess what? Kids are going to go watch that shit. I went and I saw it like three times in theaters. Then again, it was like $1.75 to like go see a movie for a kid on a matinee. So like that might have been why I saw it so many times. Uh, but you know, you, you get what I'm trying to say. Like there's, there's, there's fucking so much like weight to these freaking websites, these algorithmic bullshit websites where anyone can just go in and be like, oh, I didn't like it one one star, and it's like, really? Okay. And then I, when I was freaking a freelance journalist, met all the requirements, couldn't get verified as a critic. And I was like, well, fuck you, you know? But, yeah, like, these adaptations, especially Resident Evil, especially for Resident Evil, I mean, seven out of all the films, if you are all the movies, if you look at, or not the movies, the fucking video games, I'm getting fucking all over the place right now and I'm swearing more because I'm tired. If you look at all the video games, the easiest one that I could see getting made into a movie is Resident Evil 7. Yeah. 7 and Code Veronica. Those are the two. I mean, I'm not, and I'm counting like mainstream ones. I'm not saying like Revelations and Revelations 2. 2, maybe not so much because it got kind of fucking weird. But Revelations 1, easily. Those three games in the Resident Evil overall franchise could easily be made into movies almost nearly one-to-one. Because, well, especially for Resident Evil 7 because I was like kind of isolated and it wasn't, it wasn't really so Resident Evil-y, you know? And Revelations taking place on a boat. Obviously more isolated area with a lot less stuff going on and then you know code veronica just because code veronica is like the best resident evil game okay it really is and i want it remastered i want it in the resident evil 3 engine that they did for the remake that's what i want um yeah but listen i've ranted enough and i'm sorry i'm sorry for all the swearing i don't usually like to swear a lot as we know um, you know, trying to sell out long-term, no swearing. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so with, you know, Resident Evil and this and that, it's just, the point I'm trying to convey is if you've played all the games and this and that, why do you want a one-to-one adaptation? Whereas people who haven't, like, the thing is, people who haven't played any Resident Evil games or this and that, like my soon-to-be wife, 
she enjoys the Resident Evil films from Paul W.S. Anderson, um, except for some of the latter ones when she got like psychic abilities and so she was like, that's kind of weird, but she really enjoyed the first like three. Um, you know, Welcome to Raccoon City, she enjoyed it. She felt kind of like, eh, because of all the Easter eggs and all the nods and the fan service in it. Um, but she enjoyed it. And that's the thing is like, she enjoys Sonic. She has watched other video game adaptation movies that I made her watch. She did the same with comic book ones. She enjoys it because she doesn't play these games. She's not reading these comics. So I think a lot of people aren't looking at it from the standpoint of general audience, general public. That's like, why do you think when you go to the movie theater, it says general admission. It doesn't say, hey, fanboy admission, super fan admission. No, it's general admission. The general public, the general audience is what they're trying to appeal to. And it works. We, as members of various fandoms, need to cut the bullshit that, oh, if it's not spot on accurate, it's ass. And it's a bad mindset. And then it makes everyone else in the various fandoms look like freaking idiots and douchebags. And you wonder why, you know, all these, so many people are like, oh, I hate that fandom. I hate that group. And then, you know, and the mass appeal of stuff goes away because of a, a, a fraction of the financial gain that we give to these big corporations. A movie makes $100 million. I know that's low, but I'm just going to say $100 million. And say it's new Resident Evil film. Makes $100 million open a day. Trailers don't show any real Easter eggs. Has a general audience. Of that $100 million, how much do you think is actually like people who are hardcore in the fandom tweeting about Resident Evil like every freaking day and every couple hours? Probably like maybe at most, maybe 20%, maybe 30. But the 70% is a general audience that went in that don't fucking care on that level that's, that we do. The difference is how we present ourselves as a part of the fandoms. That's why I don't really subscribe to any fandoms. I'm not like a part of any groups. I don't have, oh, MCU Stan or, or DC aficionado in any of my profiles. I'm just like comic book collector, horror, horror fan film, toku curator, stuff like that. Because that's what I'm into. I don't have anything specific because I don't want to be associated specifically with any fandoms. Especially, unless right now with the Lord of the Rings fandom, they're all on the same page. Like, I wish all the other fandoms had one common enemy like the Lord of the Rings fandom has right now. Like, and I'm a huge Tolkien fan. I've read a lot of the books. I've watched the movies. Obviously, I've watched the movies, but I've read a lot of the books and not the reprints with the movie posters on them, like this and that. I just not that on-the-spot knowledgeable guy. So I was like, I wish I was a part of that fandom because, man, everyone's just on the same page. Just fuck you. This is trash. And I'm like, ah, oh, even... Even if the show turns out good, like, I haven't, I have no qualms. I don't care. I've seen the trilogy. I saw the Hobbit trilogy. I've read the books. I don't need to see anymore because I really don't care, you know? So, but man, I wish more fandoms were on the same page. Like, that Dolores fandom, like, they are, mo they are, like, I've never seen a group come together in one solid, uniform opinion in my life. That was, it's crazy right now. But yeah, you guys have to realize. The, 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 these movies and shows aren't made for us. Like, specifically. I mean, they're made... Like, we can enjoy them. We should enjoy them. But 
from a standpoint of when they're making it like, okay, I need this core group of 10,000 Twitter users. I need all 18,000 of the people who are a part of this Facebook group. That's my audience. It's like, no, your audience is to make the studios a fuck ton of money. And that's it. And deliver at least a coherent story and something that looks cool. And they've been doing that. There was a lot of moments of Resident Evil to show on Netflix. I was like, damn, that looks cool as shit. I was like, wow. Then there was also moments I'm like, man, why is this a part of this? This looks ridiculous. And that's how it is with a lot of stuff, you know? But that's really it for my little rant on this and that. Just enjoy stuff for what it is, okay? Just just enjoy watching a show. Go go pick a movie that you thought was going to be trash that you've never seen before and you just had a bad opinion of it. Hit play on it and just watch it and see if it surprises you. I don't know. Or do whatever you want. I don't care. Like, shit. But yeah, that's it for episode 122 of a Nerd Named Mark podcast. You can find a Nerd Named Mark podcast on all podcast listening platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pod Republic, Amazon Podcast, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I've already pumped out good pods in the last episode. Uh, go check out that app. It's amazing. Follow me on there and my show on there. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, I thank you guys for watching. If the button is red that says subscribe below. That means you're not subscribed. When you hit it, it turns gray and it says subscribed. You should hit it so it's gray. Even though I love the color red, I feel like we should just click that subscribe button. Makes it easier, you know? But I will see you guys in the next episode. Uh, I will have a ring on my hand by then. And yeah, that's it for the episode. You guys have a great one and I'll see you in the next episode. That was a weird ending. I don't like that ending because that's not my normal ending. And, like, I completely forgot about it. So, thank you guys for listening or watching episode 122 of A Nerd Named Mark podcast. My name's Mark, and I'm a nerd. <laughs>